baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge rolls on the third day of May 2018. Thank you so much for spending a little part of your morning with us. We're here to educate, entertain, enrage, eviscerate, whatever. Uh, I can't come up with any other things that start with E. Well, maybe eat. I'm pretty good at that. But uh, your texts are welcome. 888 993-7762, which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline, uh, text line. We're brought to you, as always, by Dr. David Weber. North Monroe Animal Hospital is simply the best pet care, folks, you're going to get. You want your pet taken care of, there is nobody else. Go see Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. And now the coordinator of the Washington Redskins cheerleaders, uh, Jamie Fox. What's up, Jamie? Yes, indeed. I, I'm, I'm disappointed I didn't get to choreograph that trip to Puerto Rico for the Redskins cheerleaders. Uh, hopefully Daniel Snyder will, will, will check with me next time. But uh, well, it was a little rough go. Uh, what in the world is going on when we've got that and we've got uh, Charles Barkley apologizing? We have oh my God. all sorts of ways. I mean, what's, I mean, listen, hey. What's with Charles Barkley? That's Charles said it. I agreed with it, and now Charles is apologizing. Doesn't everybody? Oh. All Charles was saying what was what we all were thinking. Now, have there been times that Charles has been over the line? Yes, this wasn't one of them. Okay, here's my take on this for you guys that weren't watching it, and I, and I know your son is not objective. He is a, a Pelicans homer, a Saints homer, LSU. Yes. I get that. I love that about him. I love people that are unapologetically supportive of their teams no matter what. I mean, he could justify Charles Manson, you know, being the the power forward if, if he, you know, puts up a double-double. And, and I get that, and I appreciate that about people uh, that have that adamant rooting interest. I myself am probably not like that, I, and I think based on, because I've been a, a mercenary for so many years, I think I'm a little bit more objective, but in some cases maybe, maybe not. Nonetheless, there was an altercation between Rajon Rondo and Draymond Green. Uh, like right before halftime the other night, they go head to head, like pushing their heads on each other. Uh, and they're saying some very not nice things, probably about each other's mother. I get that. All right. It, it happens. It, it's guys competing. You're not going to look bad. And we know. Right. Look, neither one of those, when Charles Barkley goes, I just wish somebody would punch him in the face. I think it was Kenny Smith that said, who? He didn't answer that. Both of them. Both of them are world-class agitators, instigators. Not to the level of Dennis Rodman, but this generation's Rodman. They get under people's skin. That's what they do. Lance Stevenson is sort of a wannabe guy like that. He's not good enough to carry it out. Uh Rondo has shown up in the playoffs, and he's done well. Regular season, eh. Draymond Green, Draymond Green is a very, very good NBA basketball player. 
He happens to be on a team with three other MVP-type players, two definite MVPs, and a really, really, really good guy in Clay Thompson. So Draymond is the fourth fiddle, if you will, uh, minimum on a really good team. It plays a role brilliantly. All right? The Warriors have won two out of the three last world championships. And so they're not going to let somebody like Rondo talk. And so those guys go back and forth. And Barkley, when it goes to break, says, you know what? I just wish somebody would punch him in the face. And the, 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 it was TNT, I think it was, Jamie. And they kind of geek him up a little bit. It's Shaq, Kenny Smith, those guys. And they throw it out there. Barkley takes the bait. I just wish somebody would punch him in the face. Because you know what? If you go back and look at the 80s and the 90s NBA, they did. Go look at some of the foot. Yeah, go look at some of that footage. And I'm not talking about guys that you've never heard of. I'm talking about Larry Bird and Dr. J throwing down. I'm talking about Rodman fouling the entire roster of the Chicago Bulls at one time. Bill, how about Carl Malone giving Isaiah Thomas massive amounts of stitches? These are the best players in the world. They didn't like each other when they were competing, going after each other. So when Barkley goes, I wish somebody would punch him in the face. Yeah, he, he, he really does. And that upset all of the snowflakes because he said he was going to punch He said somebody should punch him in the face. We should never have anything like that happen. We should give him a nice cupcake and, and tell him he, he loves him and he's sorry. Dear God, people, what has happened to us? He said, oh. I wish so. he did He didn't say we're going to do it. I wish somebody would do it. Barkley didn't walk around and then Draymond Green. It's WWE, folks. Draymond Green, predictably, yeah, I dare him to come punch me in the face. But you know what? If Barkley did, Draymond would run and hide because that's what this generation does. They're going to talk about it. They're going to watch video of it. They're not. What's the Jamie, give me the last fight you saw in the NBA. Seriously, give me the uh, last I fight can't... that you – Where I mean, where they I... throw down and get after it. Honestly, uh, and I'm old. I can't remember. Uh, the last one would probably exactly. be – probably invo- in, involved Bill Lambeer, but I can't remember the last time there was a fight in the NBA. Now, I have had uh, – I've had a little brush with, with Charles Barkley. Uh, this was it. Um, he was having a cocktail next to me, and that man is so large, he was taking up practically the whole table. Uh, I would make him – and, it, we, you know, I was having a drink next to him at a bar. That's the closest I've ever come to Charles. Uh, nice guy holding court. However, somebody, I will say this to Draymond Green, and Charles probably doesn't want this out there, but it's been a long time ago, and since everybody's upset about it, what's one more, right? Uh, some guy tried to mess with Charles at a bar in Birmingham one time, and Charles threw him through a damn plate glass window. And yeah, the he guy did that one word, too. And you, the look, guy you always did, get idiots, Jamie. Look, you do. All, and I was, I was fortunate enough, one of my players in Southeastern was Shaquille O'Neal's roommate at LSU, Ended up working for Shaq for a long time. So we got sort of in-depth when we go play in Orlando. Shaq would be at the practice. We got to go to his house, right. et cetera, his clubs and stuff. So, And I'm saying that to say this. Shaq at seven foot tall, 300 pounds, had about five bodyguards around him because you're always going to have that idiot in the bar mm-hmm. that's going to try to make a name for himself by beating up the, the celebrity or getting in a fight with a football or basketball player. To show out to you're always going to have that, and, and the, the downside is if you're the celebrity or the athlete like Barkley that throws the guy through the window, you're going to get sued. And since you have a whole lot of money and you're a big guy, you know, and professional athletes are generally large people, all right, with some degree of control violence in their demeanor and character because 
that's what they do. Uh, so the average person walking up and smacking them in the head is not going to fa- uh, fare very well. So they have bodyguards to, to keep. Look, I watch them do it to Shaq. There's all kind of idiots coming up. And so Barkley's no different. But if you think for one minute, Charles Barkley apologized because uh, Jason Whitlock or uh, who was it, Michael Wilbon or those guys called him at. That's not it, folks. That's the cover. Charles Barkley apologized because the people he worked for totally wanted him to apologize. Yeah. That's why he apologized. The cover was, hey, people, I respect my mentor. And it sounds good. And, you know, they probably did call. Hey, Charles, you can't say that because somebody is going to get offended. In the violence that we have today, you talking about punching somebody in the face. Go back and look at the games in the 80s and the 90s. It was a bloodbath. They would have people in Angola on death row if they did a third of what they did back then, as physical as it was. Now it's become Teflon. Kevin Durant, as great as he is right now, he's one of the greatest players in the world, he wouldn't last a third of the season before Dennis Rodman or Carl Malone folded him up like an accordion and put him under the bleachers somewhere. It, it just wouldn't have. You, you, Steph Curry, as great a shooter as Steph Curry is in the world, you let Jordan or Joe Dumars or one of those guys, Gary Payton, lock down on him as physical as they are, you think he's hurt now? They're not going to let him sit out there and shoot three. It's a different no. era game. I can't tell you it's better or worse. It's just different. Barkley's referring to the old school, hey, you get in my face, it's probably a bad idea. But the fact that he's having to apologize because snowflakes were offended. Unbelievable. I mean, we've gone again from the sublime to the ridiculous. And here we are in society, not well. And I think every, there's not a person out there, uh, my son included, that doesn't want Draymond Green to. And his response to it was, well, if he's going to do it, uh, you know, next time he sees me do it. That's exactly what needs to happen. You know, you get a thug like this and it's just he's saying things all the mouth and all to everybody. Fold him up like an accordion, like you said. Punch him in the mouth. The hell with what the snowflakes think. I mean, I'm so tired of people being so – and listen, I'm not – you know, I don't want to ever start something, but I I hope to be in a position to finish it. Um, And that's what needs to happen with the Draymond Green is that somebody needs to finish him. And that will take some of this out of – you know, he's he's agitated, started more stuff than Charles Barkley did when he was playing. And look, I like Draymond Green. I, he plays a role. It's Look, this is a game. It's WWE. And then whether Charles meant to get into that or not, which I don't think he did, actually. I think he was just speaking. And it's like this radio show. You go back on your experience. I go back on my experiences in life. So does Barkley and Shaq and Kenny and Ernie and everybody that calls sports. You go back on what your experiences are, and you try to paint a picture based on what your experiences are and what you're viewing right now. Charles said, I wish somebody would punch him in the face. Is there any doubt in anybody's mind had that happened when Barkley's playing career was going on, the guy would have ended up on the floor. He would have hit it. So you got Draymond, who's on social media, and all the millennial snowflakes are all up in it. Well, Draymond could beat him up if he wanted to. And you know what? Maybe, maybe not. Draymond ain't hitting anybody. And look, Draymond's the one that got kicked in the Scoobies and had no response when LeBron did it a couple years ago. And so, and Draymond, let me rephrase that. Draymond is the kicker, not the kicky, and got suspended for the next game, which ended up, uh, they had a 3-1 to lead. They ended up losing the Cavaliers. 
because Draymond couldn't keep his composure. So it's not like Draymond doesn't have a little bit of a record here. The same people that are upset for Barkley say, hey, you should punch him in the face. Yeah, uh, it's crickets when Draymond kicks people in the Scoobies. That's okay, though. But it's just a further wussification, really, uh, of what's going on. I mean, we should bubble wrap everybody and just don't say mean things. i got about 30 text messages we're going to get into. Don't say mean things. Uh, don't be offensive. Why do we look? Why do the Pelicans and the Warriors even have to keep score, Jamie? Why don't we just no. let them play? And we can appreciate the beauty of all the baskets going in. And want to send everybody to the finals? I mean, why, why do we have to? Why do we have to have a winner and a loser? Why don't we just play for the joy of playing and competing, and, and everybody gets that NBA title ring? I, 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 I'm sort of going in that direction. What do you think? Well, I think, uh, you know, Draymond Green throws through some shade and says, you know, he's old, it is what it is. So he, you know, I don't know about him. I sometimes get insulted by being called old, but I don't punch somebody and say I'm going to punch somebody in the face about it. And Draymond Green is, uh, he's an agitator. He's gotten away. Like you said, that was his form was, uh, you know, kicking somebody in a, uh, in the private. So that's, uh, that just goes to show you where, it, where how strong he's going to come. I, I don't think Draymond Green is, uh, exactly the poster child for the you know correct decorum in the NBA or outside the NBA, but all he likes to do is, like you said, he uses uh, tweets. I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, he went off on about uh, a diatribe about this, but I'm gonna tell you, I've I'm not saying Draymond Green wouldn't, but Charles Barkley is a big man. I've seen it in person. I he's got a lot behind him too. Let me tell you, so he can. I'm taking Barkley. TKO third round. I'm giving. I'm going Barkley too. And yeah, Draymond, he is older. But uh, you know what? Be careful what you wish for. Look, I like Draymond Green. I think he's a really good basketball player. I think he plays a great role for for Golden State. Is he a little bit agitated? Yeah, but you put Draymond Green back in the '90s and the '80s, dude. He's just another player. Nobody says anything about him. He's he's literally Brad Dartery or somebody like that. But in this day and time, he's a physical player in a league that's not physical anymore. This is a horse AAU league now of exceptional athletes and exceptional skill sets, but Teflon personalities. And so your text to read, 888 we've got a bunch of them. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line, this segment of the show, brought to you appropriately enough by, no, I can't say that. I was going to make a joke and say how soft we are, something like Charmin, but no. Actually, it wasn't going to be Charmin. It was going to be something else that Gary probably wouldn't approve of. So I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be able to say this segment of the show brought to you. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, Northland Animal Hospital, U.S. 165 North. Go see him, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, Northland Animal Hospital. Back in a minute. tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the 
FFC2. VIP seats are still available, but get them soon. The January event sold out early. Javier Obergon versus Jesse Butler. Josh Lee versus Josh Davila. Romelis Thomason versus Dan Street. And much, much more. FFC2. Sponsored by Rock 106, First National Bank, Rockland Birch Land, Sports Talk 97.7, Furniture and Penny Direct, West Williams Construction, and M&D Entertainment. FFC2. Saturday, May 19th at the West Monroe Convention Center. You can pick out something unique and special for your mom or wife this year from Mom's Day at National Jewelry. The new charm bracelets are perfect with over 300 new charms to select from. Choose an engravable bar necklace or put together the new stackable rings and bracelets. From diamonds to gemstones to gold and silver, there's something special for your mom or wife this year at National Jewelry, your diamond and engagement ring store, Reynolds Drive in Ruston. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk, the 97.7 The Edge. I uh, appreciate you guys joining us on this third day of May 2018. Craig in West Monroe, he wants to drop kick Draymond Chuck Norris style, yes, in uh, a certain area of his body. <laughs> Danny Ainge and Tree Rollins, Bama Jim. Uh, that was an excellent fight back in the day, Bama Jim. Um, let's see, Larry Monroe. Uh, like one said, if Charles Markley wants to swing his arms to beat somebody up, it's impossible when you have other golf swing in the world. Bobby Jones and Ben Hogan turn over in their grave every time he touches a golf club. Use that energy with your arms and your hands instead of trying to get a person. Yeah, Charles Barkley, if you guys Google that sometime, it's the most god-awful golf swing in the history of the world. Uh, it's bad. Richie and Bienville, more hurt feelings. Chuck would have ever apologized to people he respected did find it inappropriate. Never censure yourself. That is, unless you say unless you say something that we don't like. Uh, speaking of not liking, Jamie, you're going to find this one amusing. Uh, our former affiliate, ESPN. ESPN lost half a million subscribers in the month of April. Jamie, let me say that again. Half a million subscribers in the month of April. Now, you think about that for a second. That's 17,000 people a day saying, you know what, I just don't want this in my house anymore. Jamie, they lose the equivalent of Rabel, Louisiana, every single day. So they've lost 86 million people since 2011. 86 million. Uh, we talk about, you know, the, the ESPN really doubled down on the NBA. Sort of scale back on the NFL. The Cavs, Game 7 against the Pacers, was the highest round first 
uh, playoff game rated that they've had in, I think, 12 years. Day two of the NFL draft easily surpassed the ratings for game seven of LeBron. Uh, they're getting ready to have some pretty serious issues here at ESPN. Uh, Jamie, 17,000 people a day say, you know what, I, it's too expensive, I don't like it, I don't want it, uh, I can do something else with my time. What would you do if you're managing an organization that loses 17,000 customers a day for the last month? Blueprint and try to change it. Uh, I wouldn't continue. And not only that, I think they doubled down and built, spent just an ungodly amount of money on a studio and something else to that new show, what's it, Let's Go in the Morning or whatever, which we're, I think it had like two people watch it when it opened. Greenberg's on it. Um, so they haven't learned, uh, you know, starting with ousting Kurt Schilling and things like that. Uh, if you will keep somebody like uh, Jamel Hill on your network. Oh, and by the way, since they can't uh, tick off enough people as it is, they've got something called uh, uh, uninterrupted or something like that. That I'm, under, I'm sure that's uh, that's got advertisers lined up for that one too. Uh, that you're right. They what ESPN? This is so corporate America. I mean, I'm sorry. This just reminds me of so many things I have seen having worked there. I'm not a certainly not a uh, a expert on corporate America, but I will just all I can do is glean from my past experiences. It, it's unreal. I mean, the people that make the decisions that are paid unbelievable amounts of money are so you, you're seeing this societally they are so afraid of offending someone uh that you've got to include everyone that you got to do all this and then people like they look at people like me and you terry and others uh at our age and demographic as we are responsible for death destruction disease dysentery war pestilence everything else it's our fault it's people like you and me and people a little bit younger and people a little bit older, uh, we are we are the scourge of society. So get rid of us uh, because we are we got bad attitudes. We don't want to you know we're respon- we're responsible for them losing seventeen thousand subscribers a day and five hundred thousand. You imbeciles, you won't wake up and look in the mirror and say we're going the wrong. So you know what you deserve to fail. And quite frankly, well, I hate to say it. I don't. I, I hate that people have lost their jobs. I'm sorry, Terry. I don't mean to. I'm sorry that no, people have ahead. lost their jobs. But you know what? It's it's the it's the people calling the shots at ESPN. It's not the people behind the the cameras. It's not the ones that are that worked hard every day producing and things like that. Those are the ones that get screwed. It's those are the ones that have to pay the price for people who will not. You are so like. Like you said, I mean, open the, the snowflakes. Why are we letting these people dictate society to us? How to feel, how to think, how to how to eat, how to do everything. Why are we letting these people control everything in society? No. Independent thought, independent thinking, think for yourself, self-sufficiency. That's what America was built on. We had people die, that died to give us that right to have our own destiny. And now we have people 
trying to control our destiny and tell us how to think and tell us how to eat and tell us how to don't do this, do this. I mean, you know, forget you. I mean, I'm sorry. Those, these people, it is unbelievable to me. This is bad for America. And you know what? Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's why you got the president you got. Because people are damn tired of being told how to think, what to do, you know, this way or no. No, people want to be free from government, not enslaved by it. People should and, just listen to me for their for their opinions. Well, I'm not right. listen, and you know what? People have every right to disagree with what with what we're saying. But you know what? We're right. I'm sorry. We're right. It's proven time and time and time again. Let me throw you some facts in here. Uh, the new show, which is Michelle Beale, Mike Greenberg, and That's it. Uh, Jalen Rose. The new sports center, they spent tens of million dollars on a studio. The trio there gets $15 million a year. They, uh, John Skipper, who's the former CEO of ESPN, that uh, resigned amid a drug and blackmail issue. I'm not sure really what all that entailed, but uh, he made all these decisions. Uh, broke up Mike and Mike, which was the most successful show uh, literally in ESPN history. And non-controversial. Uh, they sidestepped a lot of issues. It was just—it was informative. It was lighthearted. It was entertaining. And so, yeah, let's get rid of it. So anyway, they—they they came up with a new sports center, a first uh, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. Uh, when it debuted, Jamie, it had only two hundred and eighty-three thousand viewers, which is prime time morning drive numbers. It had 283,000 viewers, which you're like, man, that's a lot. It's the lowest debut for any new ESPN show in the 21st century. Uh, let me give you a better, a better, uh, and I'll, I'll credit Clay Travis with this one. I didn't come up with this, but it's, it, I, you know, I like some of Clay Travis. I don't like some of I mean, it, like I do some people. But uh, he gave you a, a good comparison. And you're probably familiar as you have a granddaughter. You familiar with Peppa the Pig, the uh, the cartoon oh, show? Oh God, I I wanted to hit the guy in the face that, that came up with Peppa the Pig, but, but no, I no, no, Peppa the Pig. At the same time, going head to head with uh, the new ESPN show of, of Jalen Rose, Michelle Beale, and Mike Greenberg, going head to head. Uh, the Jalen Rose group had two hundred eighty-three thousand. Peppa the Pig had 753,000 viewers. So Peppa the Pig dumped all over yeah. ESPN is what happened. I mean, Doubled. they posterized ESPN. That's three times the numbers. Peppa the Pig. <laughs> and I'm betting Peppa the Pig is not costing what uh, they're paying the Sports Center folks. Just a guess on my part. Um. You're, are you telling me they're paying Michelle Beadle, Greenberg, and all those guys fifteen million a piece? No, total. Okay, so total. all three of them. That's still give me that opportunity. That's that's roughly five mil a piece. Uh, I will take that gig. I will be happy to run that ship into the ground. This is why I hate to say it. I, mean, I don't mean to be light of it, but you know what? There's a lot of people at SPN that every one of them must think they're the smartest person in the room. To come up with this, take away your your highest grossing show, which was Mike and Mike, 
and there's something you could depend on, which people are looking for in this country. We're looking for somebody. We're looking for a dog like Lassie. We're looking for, you know, we're looking for Hogan's Heroes again, Beverly Hillbillies. We're looking for that again in this country. That's what we want. We want purity. We want, you know, hard work, reward. That's what we no, want. We don't. And, no, we don't. Well, apparently I want to get paid. Look, I thought that yesterday. 46% of Americans want a guaranteed job from the government. I do. <laughs> That's, yeah, me too. Hey, I'll give you the address to send my check. Send it care of Jerry McKinney. <laughs> uh, sports, yeah, you got to be kidding me. But who's going to pay for all that? Who pays for that? That's what I, you know, that's the that's the dirty secret, Terry. Who who's going to pay for all of that? Um, you know, socialism is. You know, I didn't say this. Margaret Thatcher said this, and you know it. Socialism is great till you run out of other people's money. How long is it going to be before China comes to us and goes, "We want our money"? Okay. Uh, who are you going to punch in the face? You know, I mean, what you, what are you going to do? How are you going to get out of that? Um, at some point, the bills all become due, and we can't live in a society where you know you, you guaranteed this and you're you know government you you're on the government dole for the rest of your life. We can't. I mean, it's an unsustainable option. I wish it was possible, ladies and gentlemen, but it's not. It's unsustainable. <laughs> How about Does everybody this, know what unsustainable God. means, Terry? Do, can, do I need to do, do I need to uh, define unsustainable, or will you do that for me? Yeah, it, it won't work. That's unsustainable. That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah. Don says, ESPN will no doubt counter the loss of viewership with even more social justice warrior programming, proving once again, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty good. And I'm not getting, look, I'm not going to go political on it. I'm just telling you, you look at what's working. Uh, but what was it? What was the name of the show? First Take? Is that what it was? Uh, I'm trying to think what, what was the name of it. I think it was first take with ESPN, the the new show, half a million people, yeah. and uh, well, and, and in all fairness, not just the ESPN, Fox Sports One lost three hundred twenty eight thousand, M uh, NBC SN five hundred forty four, TBS lost just under five hundred or just under five hundred thousand, TNT five hundred thousand. Um, and again, as people start cutting these cable cords, ESPN Get Up is the name of the show, That's or as Clay up. Travis calls it, Clay Travis calls it Woke Center. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. You you get paid by the decisions you make, and certainly the is I think FS has it on there. And I'll, I'll say this as we go to break: um, if John Skipper's management decisions don't convince you that drugs are bad. You may be in something yourself. Thank you, FS, for the voice of reason. You know, this is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, <laughs> Jamie Fox, Don Wolf Center will return when we come back. The second brought to you by our friends at Jimmy Cooley. Reminding you, support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Living. Back to annoy and enrage you in a moment. You take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston, Model 936054. 
Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe, 355-8595, Hodge United Pentecostal Church will hold a big auction this Saturday beginning at 11 a.m., Doors will open at 8 a.m., and there will be a little bit of everything from furniture to tools to home decor, even freshly baked cakes. It all takes place in the church gym, 4545 Quitman Highway in Hodge. Donations are gladly accepted, and everyone's invited. For questions, or if you'd like to donate, call 259-3870. Carl Luttrell Auctioneer, Louisiana License 998. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today. 329-1900. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. Don't miss out on huge savings as we celebrate our 40th birthday. Wow, 40 years since my dad founded our company. Prices have never been better during our celebration. See us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City for your new home. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Second half of The Edge rolls along. If we hadn't offended you, wait just for another segment. We'll probably get to you. Uh, your thoughts, your texts are welcome. 888 993 Hogan, I appreciate you listening. Uh, that would be uh, John Hogan. He goes, I love the show. I think y'all are outstanding, and I'm 30 years old. Hogan, my guess is, and I don't know you, my guess is, you had quite the parental influence in your life. And uh, I could be wrong. I probably not. But uh, well done, sir. Thank you for the compliment. Larry Monroe, uh, if this was in the days of the bad boys in Detroit, this wouldn't be an issue. I watched basketball, but I haven't had much fun watching basketball since then. I hated the bad boys. Did not like them because I was a Bulls fan. But when we finally, and I say we, when the Bulls finally overcame the bad boys, it was a moment of celebration because they had achieved finally conquering that mountain. But the bad boys, like them, dislike them, you had to respect the toughness of that team. I think that city embraced that team. It embraced the personalities. They were iconic. They were physical. They were blue-collar. With the exception of Isaiah Thomas, nobody was really – uh, just a superstar coming out of college, bunch of hard-nosed guys that played the game the right way, physical and tough with what the rules had, and they probably went over the line quite a few times. But you had to appreciate the beauty of what they did. Uh, they changed basketball. Uh, these days, if you brought the bad boys out, 
there were people in prison. Uh, they probably put their relatives in prison because we couldn't handle the conflict or the potential injury and, and all of that. So I'm going to get off that for a moment and get into this. Uh, and again, thank you, uh, thank you, Larry. Thank you, Hogan. Uh, Charlie goes, what a great morning. Got Puffy all fired up. Nothing is more annoying than the social justice warrior fighting unwanted battles safely behind a computer screen. Well, hey, Charlie, you're going to love this one, Ed. And again, we're on the edge. We talk about anything. Uh, let's roll the time frame back, Jamie Fox, to 2013. This was okay. uh, just after President Obama's second election. Uh, we're in full swing with certain changes going on in the country. And again, I don't care if you think they're good or bad. There's, there's changes going on. Uh, the Washington Redskins took their cheerleaders on a week-long trip to Costa Rica. Now, mind you, they didn't take them on a week-long trip to, oh, I don't know, uh, El Salvador. Not that there's anything wrong with El Salvador. They didn't take them to, oh, I don't know, Beirut. They didn't take them to Juarez, Mexico. They didn't take them to Cleveland. They took them to Costa Rica to the Occidental Grand Papaya Gallo, something like that. It's an exclusive adults-only resort Okay. that is a very plush deal. Now, imagine this, Jamie. You get to go, all expenses paid, to this resort in the Caribbean, which is really nice, by the way. You know, beaches, sand, climate, really good food, nice accommodations, all that kind of stuff. And they did a calendar shoot, which all NFL teams, cheerleaders do. Uh, this is 2013. Five years ago, the team, you know, the people that own the team, also invited spectators, uh, which are people that were way up in the Redskins organization or some of the people perhaps buying suites, you know, their fans and, and biggest supporters. They invited them to go all expenses paid to the resort as well. Now, dear God, uh, all of and this is what the, this is what the article says. A group of I'm reading this. A group of sponsors and suite holders from FedEx Field were granted, and I'm quoting here, up close, close quote, access to the photo shoot. All were men. <sighs> Would it have been better? if it was the WNBA and they were all lesbians. I, I mean, it, it, it befuddles me when I start reading about this stuff. Okay, so let's get into this. Uh, they were all men, so we know they were bad. So there's a couple cheerleaders that five years later are like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Now, I've, I've read about ten different articles on this because I'm trying to, to tiptoe through this one without offending as few people as possible. Massive uh, research. Yeah, I, I did. I did a lot of research on this. The and this is the CBS News article, in the New York Times report. Some of the, uh, or let's say, they were paid nothing other than transportation costs, along with food or lodging. Imagine going to a five-star resort in the Caribbean, and all you get is travel, food, and lodging. Oh my God! Uh, some reportedly were told were told were told to pose. Uh, without certain garments on. Others wore only body paint, even though the calendar did not show anything they could not show uh, publicly. And so the cheerleaders, the people that are upset, and let's say what this is, 
These are people trying to get paid right now. They told the newspaper they built the team, and I'm quoting here, I'm quoting, the team was pimping us out. Now, let me go further. At the end of a 14-hour day, which included posing and dance practices, some of the cheerleaders, nine of the 36 cheerleaders, were picked to go to a nightclub. And some of the sponsors who made the trip went with them. Now, they were picked, uh, allegedly from these couple cheerleaders, to be personal escorts. And although, uh, here's the quote, they weren't putting a gun to our heads, but it was mandatory for us to go, one of the cheerleaders told the newspaper. We weren't asked, we were told. Other girls were devastated because we knew exactly what she was doing. Talking about the lady that ran the cheerleaders. Yeah, imagine that, a 20-something-year-old girl in the Caribbean at a five-star resort being forced to go to a nightclub against her will, dear God. Uh, here was the quote. It's just not right to send cheerleaders out with strange men when some of the girls clearly don't want to go. Are you kidding me? Have you ever been to a club in your life? It's filled with strange dudes. That's like the, the essence of clubs. Let me give you another hint. It's filled with strange women as well. That's sort of the yes, idea. Oh, my God. So they're, they're upset. Now, they said, look, there was, there was no inappropriate sexual conduct involved, but we felt like we were pimped out. The last I checked, the definition of said word, pimp word, was like services for money uh, of a adult nature. Well, this didn't happen. We were forced to go to this, and I bet it was a really nice club. We were forced to go. Some of the girls were in tears. Yeah, some of the girls, they didn't get invited to go to the nightclub were in tears. Are you kidding me? And I'm looking at this, or I'm reading this. Uh, this is CBS stuff. Uh, the, the lady that's the longtime director and choreographer, choreographer, I'm sorry, Stephanie uh, Joaquin, said the nightclub event was mandatory. But she goes, quote, I'm a mama bear. I look out for everybody, not just the cheerleaders. It's a big family. We respect each other and our craft. It's a supportive environment for the ladies. And yet now they're saying, hey, we had to pose with no top. Now, there's no core, uh, collaboration to that, by the way. It's just a couple people, in my opinion, trying to get pet you. And so you see what the clickbait is on all the news media. Poor cheerleaders. Are, are you kidding me? Jamie, tell me I'm not losing. I sound like you on this one. I'm losing my mind because uh, it, it's like the Saints girl. The Saints girl that's suing the New Orleans Saints right now because, God forbid, part of her contractual obligation, the Saints sensations have a calendar. The reason I know this, I coached in South Louisiana, southeastern Louisiana. A, a bunch of the people we had down there worked for the Saints. Uh, some were cheerleaders, their Saints sensations, the drill team. So I knew quite a few of these people back in the day, even back then. Selling the calendar was part of your contractual obligation to be a sensation. I'm assuming it's that way for a lot of different uh, organizations and clubs because who? It's, it's marketing. It's money. Hey, would you like to be about buy a calendar? Sure. With this poor girl that's suing the Saints now being exploited, I had to sell a calendar to my dad and my boyfriend. It's just horrible. Are you kidding me? You've got to be well, kidding me, Jamie Foxx. 
Well, first of all, let me let me free you some from some linguistic shackles. You had a sportsism thrown in there. I think you called uh, Puerto Rico Puerto Rica, but hey, you've overcome a lot in your life, so we're not going to hold you responsible. For I'm surprised you even listen. After that, I'm surprised you've even coming up for air. That was fantastic, because Carrie, what you've done is you've embodied what's now. You and I are always looking to make a buck, particularly you. If they want, if the, if, I don't know, if the Washington Redskins or whoever wants to take you and me to Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico, wherever, and make us take our tops off and pose, I think you and I go, where do we sign up, right? You and I would, uh, you and I are always looking to do, make a buck somewhere. So that's, uh, that's something you and I, nobody would pay for it, but again, if, if it's possible, we're going to give it a shot, right? This Jeremy, is, then look, here, understand this. This is a, this nightclub thing was a part of the Redskins' trip down there. Yes. So is it a mandatory deal? Yeah, it was for, for and I'm going to take it at their word, for nine of them to get, yeah, it, that's what it is. It's, it's a mandatory event we want you to go to because we're trying to attract and make our, our people that are buying the boxes happy, the luxury boxes happy. So if that means the team personnel have to go, so be it. I don't have a problem with that. And they're trying to take this into something that it's not. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, and so now everybody's coming back five years after the fact. Or, you know, we're, uh, you know at some point yes. we're going to have somebody like in 1957 that said, you know, I didn't feel real comfortable about that. Uh, have you looked at the cheerleader uniforms? Has anybody really looked at that? Come Thank on, Thank you. Man. And I know we're up Seriously? against a break. And, yeah, and I know we're up against a hard break here. But I will tell you, you're, you're right on because the key you just said there is five years ago. Or four years ago, whatever. Now all of a sudden, here comes me too, and now all that means remembered. is that means Benjamin too, or I want my Benjamins too. Um, now everybody's in in bold, and, and you're right. The very essence of the Saints calendar, the Saints Sessions calendar, is women relatively scantily clad, representing the organization. This all this was was a fan appreciation day transported to Puerto Rico. You're exactly right, Terry. I mean, that's all this really was. I think it was Costa Rica, but it, it could be anyway. We're, uh, we're, right, yeah. Yeah. we're up against a break. i got a couple of texts out there. 888 uh, Oh, yeah, we're trying to stay between the ditches here on the edge. It's fun, though. i got to admit that. This segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specialized in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is there for you. By the way, Bobby's team, I think, finished second in the West Monroe Rec League basketball. So, i got to get Bobby some more players. Uh, give a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back on Memento, La Edge. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. 
Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Ouachita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in, folks. The, uh, this morning here, I'm reading something. Sports Talk 97.7. It's the first time I've almost said the ESPN thing in a while. My apologies. Uh John chimes in, uh, read Nancy Amor's article in USA Today calling uh, Redskins owner Daniel Snyder a racist, a misogynist. How about that for blanket slander? Yeah, but it's okay because Nancy said it. Um, I'm going to go a different direction real quick and segue back to this. Uh, <laughs> Charlie says socialists are capitalists that don't have any capital quote of the day. Ah, uh, ba ba Going to a photo shoot, making people go to a club is two different things. Here's where it's not. Okay? If the club is an optional deal, that's great. Hey, we're, and I'll give you an example. My stuff in Hawaii. I take kids to Hawaii every year. Uh, it's a basketball, educational, cultural event. A lot of the parents go. There's high school kids. When you sign up and we take you, you're going to go to all events that we have. It's not an optional deal. Okay? So my guess is it was for the high rollers in this organization that the Redskins were taking down there to entertain uh, with uh, is part of the official travel party, and they picked nine girls or whatever to go with them as representatives of uh, the Washington Redskins, which you're contractually obligated to do, unless I'm just totally missing the boat. So, no, I don't feel bad for that. Do, do I believe this crap about girls were cr- – you know, it's a 14-hour day in a photo shoot. I've never been a bottle, but uh, go, out to the, uh, go out to the plant in West Monroe. All right, go out into Balkanville, 
get into some of those uh, wood chip piles. Go work 14 hours uh, of, of logging. Go do some real heavy work, physical stuff. Go bricklay for 14 hours. And, and I'll be the first to tell you, I don't do that. But go work 14 hours and then tell those guys they need to complain because the girls were crying and upset after a grueling 14-hour photo shoot. I'm just not buying it. Sorry. I ain't buying it. Not buying it. They're crying and upset that 20-something-year-old, very fit, very attractive ladies had to go to a nightclub uh, that was probably uh, full of people like that. So, yeah, sorry, I'm not buying it. Charlie said he was signed up for a free vacation, and he will pose however they wanted. Yeah, Charlie, I'll pass that on to Daniel Snyder. I'm just guessing that ain't going to help Jamie, I, I normally don't plug people that don't advertise with us, but this is, uh, I'm going to make an exception here. And, and actually, this is a restaurant in, and Sean will love this, uh, the great state of Texas, which, uh, I, as everyone knows, as Sean points out, is uh, very near and dear to my heart. Allen, Texas, which is north of Dallas, Fort Worth. A restaurant called Dodie's Place Cajun Bar and Grill. They are under immense fire from the Social Justice Warrior Nation. Uh, so they're probably not going to get a lot of business from uh, our, our, our social justice friends, but it's a new restaurant, and they have, uh, this is just awesome, they have uh, the bathrooms, and, you know, bathrooms and restaurants are sort of in corners or whatever, but they have the men and women's bathrooms adjacent to each other, as most of them are. They have the, the sign for women's bathroom that has the, the lady in the dress, and, you know, in case you're stupid, they have a, or a, better yet, they have the word women written under it. And in case you're illiterate, they have a picture of a woman in a dress, and it's actually in Braille. Well, the men has the same thing. The men's restroom has the same thing. A picture uh, of a dude, and then there's a big line where there's a wheelchair, which shows you it's handicap access. And then underneath it, it has the word men written. They go a little bit further. On the women's door, they have this big fathead poster and uh, it has Caitlyn Jenner's picture, and it has Call Me Kate on it. On the men's door, it has Bruce Jenner in glorious triumph as he's crossing the line, winning the triathlon in uh, the men's 1976 uh, Olympics, not triathlon, decathlon, I'm sorry. Uh, the men's decathlon in the 1976 Montreal Olympics, uh, this is the same picture that was on the Wheaties box. And so Bruce adorns the men's door. Caitlin adjoins, adorns the women's door. And the butthurt outrage among social justice warriors across the world, you can literally hear them cry if you listen enough. I love it. I would go there specifically to frequent this place just because I think it's funny. I'm not anti-trans or anti-reform. I just think it's funny, yet people are so enraged over having their feelings hurt. Jamie, I, I, you and I got to go to this place, man. And you have to give them, this is the deal. They're, they're just making, it, it, in this day and point, I mean, this is the point about the whole show right now, is we've gone from the sublime to the ridiculous. And you have to make a, that that is emphasizing a point. Don't you know the people at Target now wish they had done that because they wouldn't have been sued? Uh, the people 
at the Charlotte airport, which they probably had done that because they wouldn't be sued now because they didn't have it wasn't defined that it was a tran- you know where do the transgender folks go? Uh, it's uh, they are doing something for point of emphasis. And by the way, you know this is where this is where in, in this day and time you have to do things. And now when you're trying to make a point of emphasis, you're criticized. Uh, you know, I don't find this thing with the I, I don't I'm not certainly not anti cheerleader. Goodness knows my granddaughter's one, and I'm I'm pro cheerleader. I'm pro, but now you know we'll get into this later. Nancy Armour, she of Starbucks fame, is calling Daniel Snyder a racist and a misogynist after this article is published about the the uh, Washington Redskins here. Which, by the way, we've had misogyny and sexual harassment since 2013 when they went there, right? Now it's 2018. Now all of a sudden Bill Cosby and all this stuff, Stormy Daniels, now all this stuff is like a rock rolling down a hill. It's gathered moss, and it's got more steam. So now it's cool to come out and sue everybody for something that happened five years ago. What, my question to the Washington Redskins here, okay, so you were you feel like you were abused. Why didn't you do this five years ago? You had just as much opportunity in the court of law to come out with these charges as you do now. Why now? Because they got cover. They, they, they strength in numbers, right? So where's my advocacy group? Where's somebody advocating for the policemen who lose members every day to death, shot, murder? Who's advocating for them and their families? No, they're called something else. They're brutal. B.S. I'm going to call it when I see it. This is wrong. And, you know, now all of a sudden everybody's hurt over all this, and, and, and I, yeah, I understand that. Where were you five years ago, ladies? That's all I'm saying. Where were you five years ago when you could have brought these same charges? Where are you now, Nancy Armore, hiding behind your keyboard and everything, calling Daniel Snyder names, slanderous names? Nobody, everybody, you want to hurt somebody, call them a racist and a misogynist. They, she knows what she's doing, and she's dead wrong. And the fact that USA, which also is a failing newspaper, like ESPN, doesn't learn their lesson. They keep doubling down. You know what? Do it and fail. You know, enjoy running your company into the ground because you're doing a darn good job of it. Good stuff today, Jamie. We got into all kind of social justice stuff. And again, I'm sort of middle of the road. I just point things out on both sides. Uh, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. The Edge, thanks to our sponsors, Vantage, Spawnabelle. Hook them up at Spawnabelle. Uh, after a very difficult day, uh, make sure you go talk to our people there. Lammy Lane and Monroe, 807-1060, 1060 Our friends at Vantage, Billy Justice and Company. Uh, the Mr. Bobby Manning, the second-place team out of the West Monroe Rec. Yeah, we're going to get that first-place trophy back next time. Give Bobby a call. Attorney Law, put him on your side, 318-324-1411. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North Monroe, 318-345-4545. For John Tabor, for Jamie Fox, I'm Terry Walner. Make sure you stay tuned for Sean Fox and the sports company this afternoon at Three Bells. Till tomorrow, folks. Aloha. Have a great day.
thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday 